This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. spend more time to discuss an issue I frequently am asked about, turbulence while flying. Many people are nervous when their plane starts to shudder or move up and down, and understanding the causes of such turbulence can be calming and at least interesting. Turbulence in the air can be caused by a number of weather phenomena, and I will discuss several of them here in this podcast. First, let's talk about mountain wave turbulence. Have you ever experienced up and down motions in turbulence when crossing or passing the Rockies or other major barriers such as the Sierra Nevada? Such turbulence can be caused by high amplitude mountain waves. Now, when you're out hiking, you often see a big rock in the middle of a stream and often there are undulations in the water downstream of the big rock. Well, you can think of mountains such as the Rockies as very big rocks, and air moving over such terrain can undulate up and down in waves. Now, interestingly, in the atmosphere, some of this wave energy can actually propagate vertically as well as horizontally. And as the wave moves higher and higher into less dense air above, the wave can amplify and even break, producing turbulent motions. That is why the seatbelt light often goes on as a plane moves over or just downstream of the Rockies. Perhaps the worst place for mountain wave turbulence is associated with the front range of the Rockies, I'm always nervous when I have to fly a plane to to Denver for that very reason. There's often mountain waves that produce turbulence. Now, sometimes turbulence can form in the air away from the mountains. But in this case, where the winds change rapidly with height, this is called wind shear turbulence. When winds change rapidly over a short distance, the atmosphere can break down into turbulence and waves. In fact, this phenomena is known as Kelvin-Helmholtz instability. That'll impress your friends. And if there are clouds around when this instability is occurring, the clouds actually look like breaking waves on a beach. Now, wind shear turbulence tends to be relatively well-defined and over a limited area of the atmosphere. So moving up or down can often get the plane out of the turbulence. That is why you will notice pilots often ascend or descend after checking on or experiencing that turbulence. And they're often provided with guidance from air traffic controllers who've gotten ride reports from the planes ahead, which have told them which, which layers are smooth and which are turbulent. Now, not all aircraft turbulence occurs at higher elevation. Some turbulence occurs near the ground, and you notice that during the first few minutes after takeoff or the last minutes of of the flight before landing. 
One cause of this low-level turbulence is called mechanical turbulence. And this is produced by strong winds moving over obstacles near the ground, such as trees, buildings, or hills. And the interaction of the winds with these obstacles creates turbulence. Think about a blustery day during the fall when leaves are there to show you what the air is doing. You see leaves moving up and down in turbulent eddies. Flying through such motions would be turbulent. But low-level turbulence can also be produced by a different mechanism on warm days, particularly in arid regions. In these places, strong heating by the sun at the surface causes a large change in temperature to occur with height. And when that happens, the air can start to convect with up and down motions, upward thermals and sinking air. This is not unlike the motions in your saucepan on the stove when you turn on the burner and you look at your hot cereal and it's moving up and down. Well, the same thing is true in the atmosphere. And this produces low-level turbulence. And this type of convective turbulence can be jarring, but it's rarely dangerous. Finally, there is perhaps the most dangerous type of turbulence, and that's associated with strong convective clouds, such as cumulonimbus or cumulocongestus. Convective clouds can have very strong updrafts and, down, and downdrafts. And at the interface between these updrafts and downdrafts, there can be huge changes of winds, big wind shears, which produce turbulent motions. Generally, pilots keep away from cumulus clouds, but sometimes they can't be avoided and you get into the turbulence. Now, fortunately, aircraft are very sturdy and robust and designed to survive even the most severe turbulence. In the most extreme of extreme cases, turbulence has shaken off an engine, but that is exceedingly rare. Now, since turbulence often hits aircraft without any warning, it is generally a good idea to keep your seatbelt on at all times. The biggest danger in turbulence is not the plane being destroyed. It's you bouncing up, bouncing up and hitting the ceiling or the food cart coming up and hitting, and hitting you. That's more of a, a problem than the plane being taken out. So it's good to keep your uh, seatbelt on. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.